Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The Adventures of Harry Nile. The lunch, it was good, Senor Nile. The lunch, it was terrific, Jose. Ah, bueno. We see you tomorrow. That'll depend on my luck the rest of today. Ah, <laughs> then I wish you good hunting. Good hunting? You are a man who hunts other men, is it not so? Yeah, I guess you could call it that. <laughs> good hunting, Senor. Hasta la vista. The only trouble was, at the moment, I didn't have anybody to hunt. And on that sunny day on Oliveira Street, I didn't much care. But I knew I'd be hungry again around nightfall. So I headed back to the office down by the car barns in the hope that Manny, the tailor, would have good news for me. Manny not only picks horses and carries numbers, but he also has a telephone, which he lets me use for the business, when there is any. Manny's shop is downstairs. My office is upstairs. We make a lovely pair. Hey, you Samuel, where you been? Having lunch, do you mind? You ought to bring a lunch pail like I do. You wouldn't miss so many calls. Hey, I got a call. Right here, I wrote it down. Crestview 6897. Did you get his name? Did I get his name? We're in the money. We're in the money. Huh? Mr. Edmund Turner. Well, you know, Mr. Edmund Turner is only one of the richest men in L.A. Yeah, well, then what's he doing calling me? Listen, you want I should interview your prospects, too? That costs you extra. Okay, okay, give me the number. Yeah. Edmund Turner. Edmund Turner. Now, why is that name so familiar? He's in the movies. He's in the movies. He's a big producer. Don't you read the papers? Now, you mind if I shut the door? And that's how it began. Looked like the easiest case in the world. Not even a case, just a little bodyguard job. Not even a bodyguard job. More like a like a chaperone job. The hours were short and the money was long. Well, it just shows you you can't take anything for granted. Not in L.A. Not in 1940. Not if you're a private detective named Harry Nile. Bill Harper is starring as the hard luck private eye of the 1940s in another Harry Nile detective mystery. And now, the adventures of Harry Nile. The 
Spaniards who got here first named the place the City of Our Lady of the Angels. But by the time I got to L.A., the angels must have flown away. The all-year club tells the tourists that it's all orange groves and movie stars. The Southern California Chamber of Commerce will mail you pictures of sunbathers at the beach and the Tournament of Roses parade. But living where I do, in my office, down by the car barns, I don't get out much except on Sundays when I take the big red P.E. trolley down to Long Beach for a stroll on the Fun Zone Pier. And just like most Angelinos, I've never even seen a movie star. That is until several hours after I got that phone call from the producer, Edmund Turner. And that's where this whole big firecracker got touched off. He wanted to see me in his office. Me. Smelled like money. Lots of it. So I gambled five bucks on a taxi ride to Studio City. The offices ran for a block down a palm-shaded street. The orange stucco arches must have been Hollywood's idea of a Spanish castle. After getting nodded at by three secretaries who didn't approve of my old brown suit and my gray felt hat, at last I ushered into the office of Edmund Turner. Mr. Nile. At your service. Have a chair. Thanks. You smoke? Care for a cigar? Try, try one of these. Thanks. Havana? Uh, Cuba Rico. You like it? Take another. I will. May I ask you a very blunt question, Mr. Nile? Sure. How good are you? Huh. Pretty good. You see, I deliberately chose you because of your obscurity. Well, I qualify. But I must pursue the point. Can you do what I need to have done? I don't know. You haven't told me what you want. I want you to prevent a kidnapping. Mm. Who's the uh, victim supposed to be? My little girl, Cerise. Oh. Well, why are you afraid she'll be kidnapped? Because that's how they work. They don't just kill you, not at first. They take the thing you love the most. Then, if they don't get their way... Uh, now, listen, hold on. You better start over. You're talking about a gang, an organization? Certainly. I never heard of it working that way. You mean your daughter's been threatened by them? I've been threatened. Well, how much are they demanding? They don't want money. They want to stop me from finishing the picture I've been doing. It's all about organized crime. It's the hottest thing ever filmed. It'll blow the top off the whole syndicate. Oh, I get it. Only, I'm surprised they didn't make the snatch and then demand that you scrap the picture. Oh, they're very subtle, very clever. But they've got me cornered. My daughter means more to me than anything in the world. But this picture can help wreck organized crime. It can clean out racketeers and crooked cops. Nile, it's got to be released. So I have a plan. I want you to guard Cerise 24 hours a day for the next three days. The picture opens Friday in Los Angeles. They'll try to get her before then and force me to cancel the premiere. Now, Mr. Turner, let me ask you. Why didn't you call the police in? I intended to at first. But then I thought... How's this going to look in the papers? As if I'd rigged the police protection for a publicity stunt. Oh, yeah. I see. And as for hiring any of the better-known private detectives or bodyguards, that's just what the mob would expect me to do. So they could get to them and bribe them to look the other way at the proper moment. You see what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I deliberately went for someone obscure. The last person the mob would ever think I'd use. Excuse me, I don't mean to be rude, but your very lack of a reputation made you the right choice for me. You understand my thinking? Oh, sure. Uh, sure. Only I was uh, just wondering. Why don't you just take your daughter and go somewhere for a while? You don't have to be here in L.A. for the opening, do you? 
Or do you? I have a lot of last-minute work to do on the print. I'm doing last-minute cutting myself. I can trust no one else. I'll be here all night editing it. I see. Mm-hmm. Name your figure. Well, against the bar. Name what you want. Oh, it's going to come a little higher than the usual. Name it. 500 a day. Uh, plus expenses. Is that... I'll uh, write to... you a check this minute. Ah. Uh, uh, well. Uh, and while you're doing that, can you tell me where your daughter is? At home. With her mother? Her mother and I are separated. She's home alone? How old is she? 22. T- 22? Well, I thought... I thought for the way Here's you were your talking. check, Mr. Nile. The address is on it. I suggest you get there immediately. Show her this check. It'll identify you and she'll let you in. I take a taxi from the studio to a part of town I've never been in before. It's just east of Beverly Hills, near West 4th and Beverly Boulevard. It's a hot afternoon and the cabbie wants to talk. But I'm sitting in the back of that DeSoto with cold chills and sweat like ice water. And it's not the flu. It's an old enemy of mine called fear. Listen, I know why Turner didn't blink when I named my price. He knows. And I know. I could be dead in a couple of hours trying to keep the syndicate boys from snatching his daughter. When we get to the address, I tell him to drive on past and let me out a block away. I pay him off and then I start back alone down the sidewalk, waiting for any sign that the boys might already be there. But I get to the Turner's house, which is a big one, and nothing's happened. So I push the doorbell and I wait. At last, someone eyes me through the little window in the door and I hold up the check. After another few seconds, she lets me in. And I'm thinking, this is crazy town. This lovely black-haired girl with the deep, wounded eyes is maybe the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Her dad's a famous producer. And his own daughter should be a star. Hello. Uh, don't you think we'd better close the front door? Oh, yes. You're, uh, you're Cerise. Uh, my name's Harry Nile. Uh, I'm the guy your father hired. I know. Do you have a gun? Yes. Are you good with it? Good with it? Uh, do you mean, do I hit what I aim at? Yes. Eh, usually. Hey, look, you can relax now. No, I, I can't. Sure you can. Let me do the worrying. First thing I want to do is go through the house from top to bottom, check all the doors and the windows. All right. And then? And then we, we settle down for the night. At 10 o'clock, Cerise brings me a big pot of coffee and goes to her bedroom. I'm downstairs playing solitaire under a single bridge lamp. My gun is on the table. The coffee's on an electric warmer, and I figure I'll be nervous, but wide awake when the morning comes. However, I was wrong. Somewhere out of a foggy dream, a telephone is ringing. Sun streams through the French doors. It's morning. Uh, hello? Mr. Nile. Everything all right this morning? I... I, I, I think so. What do you mean, you think so? Uh, uh, ju- just a minute, just a minute, Mr. Turner. Cerise? 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 
room looked like a cyclone had blown through it. The bed was torn apart, chairs and lamps toppled over, a closet door was open, and the curtains were blowing at a wide-open window. They'd done it. They'd kidnapped Cerise. Harry Nile will return in a minute. Now, back to the adventures of Harry Nile. I never felt so foolish in my life. All I had to do was lay down my life protecting a beautiful 22-year-old girl from being kidnapped, and they'd done it while I was asleep. Asleep. Safe. While the daughter of my client was fighting for her life upstairs 40 feet away. I'm not blaming you, Mr. Nile. I think you did your best. The coffee didn't do the trick. I can't believe it. I've never dozed off on a surveillance case before. I should have known. I should have known. Known what? The syndicate. Nothing stops them. Ever. When the police were through in Turner's house, they dusted every likely place for prints, questioned all the neighbors, and kept the lights in my eyes for 12 hours. After all, I was a suspect. But finally, they turned me loose. I had no place to go. It was strictly a police matter now, and I knew better than to mess with them. Turner was staying on at the studio, so I went to him and got his permission to go back to his house and try my own investigation. I had the key in my hand at the front door when the door suddenly opened. Who are you? Harry Nile. Who are you? Maxine Turner. Maxine Turner. Ah, the former Mrs... The present Mrs. Turner. We're separated, not divorced. By mistake. Uh, May I come in? Why? What do you want? Well, since I'm the guy who let your daughter get kidnapped, I still feel responsible to try to... You let her get kidnapped? What are you talking about? I'm the private investigator your husband hired to protect Cerise. Oh, Your husband gave me a key so I could come back and go through the house one more time. All right. Come in. Thank you. How did it happen? I don't know. I was pouring coffee down me like mad, and the next thing I knew, it was morning. And they'd slipped in and taken her away. The coffee? Yeah, that's what I thought. I told the police. They laughed a lot at that. Yeah, and I don't blame them. There was nothing in my coffee but coffee. Then what do you hope to find? I'll be honest, I don't know. Uh, may I ask what brought you back here? I just wanted to be here in case... in case there was any news. Where do you live now? In Santa Barbara. Oh. You, uh... Have you seen your husband since this happened? No. Ah. Mm-hmm. Are you still in his employ, Mr. Nile? I never even cashed his check. I gave it back to him yesterday, right after he came over in the morning. Then your presence here is... It's on the house. Very generous. Why did you and Mr. Turner split up? I think that's between Mr. Turner and myself. No, it really isn't anymore, Mrs. Turner. Your daughter is kidnapped, and I think any question is fair at a time like this. Don't you? Well, if it adds anything to the case, Ed and I found we had very little in common after 25 years. Well, how come? I don't know how come. Ask him. He he loved his work more than he loved me. That's too bad. Yes, I thought it was too bad, too. This new picture he's just finished. Have you seen it? No. I hear it's pretty sensational. I hope for his sake it will be. He's still making changes on it, he says. 
That's very typical. Really a dedicated worker, that husband of yours. Mr. Nile, I don't see how this conversation can help bring my daughter back. If you want to be of help, fine. But, well, you must excuse me now. Certainly. And you've helped me quite a lot. You really have. I can't see how. Oh, uh, by the way, where will you be staying while you're in L.A.? I have a sister in Glendale. Could I uh, get her address, uh, just in case? I suppose so. I'll write it out for you. Uh, uh, Here's a pencil. I have one, thank you. Uh, This is the only place uh, you and Mr. Turner had? What? Oh, I was just wondering if you had a cabin somewhere. uh, Palm Springs, Arrowhead. We uh, have a beach house at Malibu. Here, here's where I'm staying. Oh, thanks a lot. Uh, I'll walk you to the door. I know my way out of this house. Thank you. As soon as Mrs. Maxine Turner had cleared the front porch, I started on the upstairs. That's Cerise's bedroom. I figured the cops had done a pretty thorough job of that. Besides, what I was looking for wasn't likely to be in her bedroom. Instead, I checked through the medicine cabinets, the dressers in Mr. Turner's room. Had myself a field day. And finally, I found what I was looking for. Being in reduced circumstances, once more, after returning Mr. Turner's check... I had to take the Everluffin Pacific Electric wherever I wanted to go. Fortunately, the L.A. trolley system is cheap, and it goes just about everywhere, so I let it trundle me as close as possible to the downtown theater where Turner's big movie was being premiered. And I was first in line when the box office opened. I bought a ticket, and I hung around the lobby, smelling the mixture of popcorn and disinfectant and and dust that every theater smells of. And eventually, the patrons began to pour in. Most of them were buzzing about the sensational kidnapping of the producer's daughter. Some even bought late editions of the Herald Express, which had a huge photo of lovely, dark-haired Cerise on the front page. I was no different from the rest of the moviegoers. I could hardly wait for the show to begin. The last big red car arrives at Santa Monica at 12.15 a.m., and I was on it. From there, it's not a very long walk up the coast highway to Malibu, and I was in no hurry anyway. Truck stop served good coffee. No danger of falling asleep this time. And I wanted to hit Malibu just about dawn, which I did. The sand between my toes and under my instep woke me up. I hadn't walked barefoot in the sand since I was a little kid, and I'd never done it at dawn along the Pacific Beach. The tide was way out this morning. And there wasn't a soul to be seen for miles. Just a just a few seagulls and the surf and me. When I got to the spot I wanted, I, I sat down under somebody's deck and I just waited. An old gentleman came walking by with his fishing gear. Then he kept right on walking. Eight o'clock. It was getting warm already. Then I heard a door slam somewhere above me, and a blonde-haired lady in a beach robe hurried down onto the sand from the house next door to my hideout. She shed the robe, and she ran into the breakers. She'd waited far out from the dry sand to get to the surf. I ambled over to her robe, and I spread it out, and I sat down on it. it took her four or five minutes to spot me, and when she did, she just, she just stood in the water, the waves pounding around her legs. And finally, she plodded on back up to the shore. How did you find out, Mr. Nile? Oh, I guess there were three things. No, four things. That many? Well, it was the way I dozed off, first of all. I never do that. 
Nobody could have gotten into the house to dope me, so it had to be an inside job. And then there was the bottle of black hair dye in the bathroom cabinet. And the photos of you on your dad's dresser. As a blonde. Incidentally, I really prefer you as a blonde. So do I. What else? Well, next, I guess, was finding out about this beach house. How did you find it out? Well, your mother told me. Oh. I suppose she's worried sick. <laughs> Wouldn't you be? But the clincher was the movie. Dad's movie? <laughs> yeah. I attended the premiere last night. How was it? May I be frank? No. I know. It had to be awful. <laughs> it was the most stupid, fakey flop I've ever seen. The audience laughed all the way through it. Oh, no. Poor Daddy. Of course, all this could have been coincidence. And I'd have never suspected an inside job. Except that I found the chloral hydrate you used on me. And the cops didn't. But I put it in a, in a nail polish remover bottle. Yeah, I know. I smelled the bottles. All of them. The cops didn't. So you got to be careful with chloral hydrate. That could really hurt a guy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about the whole darn thing, but... Daddy was so desperate. He knew the picture was terrible, so he cooked up this kidnapping thing for publicity. And he hired you to verify the kidnapping. Well, it isn't going to help the picture. But people will be standing in line to see it when this story gets in the papers. Oh, do you think so? Sure. People watch dog fights. They stand around at auto accidents. Can I have my road now? Oh, sure. Excuse me. And what do you do now? Arrest me? No. First you cook me up some eggs and bacon. And coffee. Without the knockout drops. They gave Edmund Turner a stiff fine and suspended jail sentence for falsely reporting and planning a kidnapping. And Cerise was convicted with him, partly on my evidence. They think Turner is through in the movies. But it turns out some smart agent got a hold of Cerise and gave her a screen test. Now, what do you know? She's making a movie. Everybody was so surprised to find out she could act. But not me. No, sir. Not Harry Nile. Tonight, Norm Bobro was heard as Jose and Manny, Rudy Perez as Turner, Beverly Badgett as Cerise, and Pat French as Maxine Turner. The Adventures of Harry Nile are created and produced by Jim French and feature Phil Harper in the title role. The program is produced at Audio Recording Incorporated in Seattle. Join us next week for another Harry Nile detective mystery. Jack Spencer speaking. <laughs> 